Dave, strife. to this beatdown now. Final round. Fight! These are a lot of cool dramatic poses. Yep. There's... My little cow. Yep. They're just charging uh, at each other. Like that. They're like leaping at each other anime style. Oh shit! Dave lost. His sword got smashed. And also the record on his Man. shirt also got cut in half somehow. Yeah. And his brother just tossed him the spur betas and flew away on a rocket skateboard. Little Cal got hurt, got slashed too. Yeah, Little Cal got annihilated. Uh, so we're, we're one step closer to the thing we saw with uh, Wandering uh, Vagabond. Right, yeah. So we, Dave's sword has now been broken in half like we saw before. And Cal is now broken like we saw before. Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot that was in that shot too. Yeah. All it's missing is for the uh, impaled crow to come back. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like so we, I think, discussed in one of the early episodes the idea of you know, John's hammer is broken before, but he could easily fix it. Right. This will be more difficult. Yeah, this doesn't seem like anything that's easy to fix. Yeah, and that also means his uh, striped Becubus yeah. is now broken sword. Yes. That seems like maybe not the best class. No. Uh, next. Turntech Godhead began pestering ectobiologist. Bro just kicked my ass. That's all there was. <laughs> yep. Uh... uh I do like that uh, Bro identifies himself on his copies yeah. of the game as Bro. As Bro, yeah. Uh, next. That's really all there is to say on the matter. Yep. Uh, and also, John, uh, Dave now has specifically an Apple iPhone. Yes, yeah, I think he did before. I don't know if we got a good shot of it, but yeah. Yeah, but you could have argued that it was a kind of more generic. Sure, sure. Uh, smartphone. Right. And we are just seeing the Apple logo. <laughs> yep. It definitely seems to be one of the older ones. Well, obviously it's one of the older ones because <laughs> right. it was a bit thicker. Yeah, it's like the fatter, more like rounded edges kind of iPhone. Yeah, and so, yeah, I've been listening to the old episode. Man, Dave really just is Mike Blaze. He really is just Mike Blaze. <laughs> Our early adapter to iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have Jade pester John. Alright, this is a pester log that goes concurrently with an animation. That's a new wrinkle. Yeah. And these are actually a few separate conversations Jade has had with him that we've seen before. Um, so, I'm just going to read while this plays because that'll make more sense on the podcast. Or, tell you what, why don't okay. we watch the animation... And then through the magic of editing, we'll make it seem like we didn't just sit stupid and silent for minutes at now and end. Okay. Yeah, so she's 
type into him while the uh, the eclipse takes place here. Oh yeah, that's that, that is definitely happening. Yep. I feel like this is a less eventful animation exactly than normal. I what it is yet. Yeah. So her her bedroom has like penetrated into Skya. Yeah. It's just surrounded by wispy clouds. Oh, and the clouds like transform to... stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the clouds transform space. to show images of things. There's John. Yep. There's House. And her her robot self is the one typing. Yeah, so she can talk to John in the real world by talking to him in the dream world via the dream bot. Seen John's house in that like pillar. Yep. Seen. So maybe this is how she sees and knows stuff. That would make sense. Oh, and now she's getting like that vision that we saw of uh, her island getting impacted in dinosaur times. Yeah. Oh, that's the explosion she talked about in the episode that I'm editing as we record this. Oh, 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 jeez. Uh, oh, God. And that's where Beck There's came Beck from. He goes out of that the... crater. And then there's some kind of... And yeah, Beck told her, didn't want her to go in. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. And then, oh, we're over with John now. He's out of bed. He's woken up. Well, his eyes are still shut, though. He he doesn't want to see. Yep. Oh, oh. But he's peeping open a little bit. Oh, we saw this animation before from John's perspective. Oh, yeah. And that time he took a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's all clicking together. And that also means we've got Jade, like, synced up with John's timeline now. Yep. So... Like we said, this is, like, two different conversations that we've read at different points. I was wondering if we should take a rest on, like, rereading conversations with switched parts. Go listen to another episode if you want to hear those. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think we've, we're, we're reaching the point where maybe that is not the best idea anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you can also tell that in the comic, he was leaning that way also, because now there's hyperlinks to the original pages with this stuff. <laughs> Uh, next. Yeah, that, that's a lot of stuff that just happened. Yep. And this is, again, still just uh, old pester logs we've seen that are now in context for Jade. Uh, this was, like, the yeah. last thing we read about her telling John he needs to wake up, all that good stuff. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that makes a lot more sense when this page probably came out three months uh, after the page that this text originally showed up on. Yeah. Rather than doing it, like, two days later? Two days afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jade, update the colorful reminders. You take a moment to gather your thoughts after your dream. While you're asleep, you can get very confusing figuring out what's really happening and what isn't. Especially during the eclipse, when you're exposed to many visions of the past, present, and future through a variety of cloud mirages. It's only after you wake up that you're able to start making sense of it all, and your reminders help you do this. But on reflection, there wasn't much in the dream about the future. You're quite surprised to see your dog in your dream, though. 
It was the first time the Crafty Guardian has ever appeared in a dream. You've learned that today is his birthday, just like it is for your other best friend. You've always wondered about this and never had the chance to throw him a party and bake him a cake. Now you can! <sighs> but if you do, it seems that you'll need a lot of candles. So, yeah, Beck came down from the meteor. Yeah, 413 billion years ago. Uh, and seems to have the same birthday as John. Yeah. The I mean, meteor, yeah, which like as far as we know, got shot out of a spirograph that seems related to Spurb. Yeah. This is only getting more and more curious. Right. It's like, it's like every piece you get, it just makes you more cognizant of how little you understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's go next. All right. Beck has never allowed you to enter the Mystic Ruins for reasons you never understood. You always assumed it was on account of your protection. But your dream has strongly suggested to you that this is where you need to go now. Since your dream bot secured in its chamber and doesn't need to be looked after, Beck's taking a nap in the Grand Foyer, as he usually does. Perhaps you can take advantage of this and sneak out of the house another way. Let's grab your... Oh, let's grab your harpoon gun. Ah. Oh, yes, of course. One of your reminders reminds you that you still have a package to deliver, too. This way you can kill two birds with one harpoon gun. Let's uh, use the harpoon uh, to zip line into the great outdoors. Yeah, she's all lined up uh, with the gun pointed out her window. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Kid stuff. Yeah, it's still, uh, I mean, yeah, that... that you have reopened my eyes to the great juxtaposition of this little girl having all these adorable stuffed animals and also deadly armaments. Yes. <laughs> like, she just has a gun. She just like, has, she has a gun. gun. Like, she, she is a child alone. Like, which I mean, like, listen. Yeah. If a child's going to be alone in maybe, like, a dangerous place. Right. A weapon of some sort, probably good. Maybe not a gun. I mean, may, probably not, but on the other hand, I mean, you know, if her grandpa taught her how to properly use it, which it seems like he did, she, she seems like yeah. she is as responsible of a gun owner as she needs to be for the cartoon world she lives in. Granted, she does not lock yeah. them up in a safe, you know, but no. also, who's going to steal her guns? Yeah, true. Wait, so... She doesn't believe in God. Right. We, we've, we've, we've proven this. Right. <laughs> there, are, there are jokes. There yes. are goofs. Well, also, I mean, her screen is garden Gnostic, so clearly she has some kind of something or other with religion. Yeah. And it's not uh, uh, agnostic, but also I don't remember yeah. what Gnosticism entails at the moment. Same. Uh, but uh, and she also loves to own guns. Yeah. Is Jade a libertarian? Shit. I thought John was a libertarian. <laughs> Are all these kids just libertarians? Is this actually just Ayn Rand? Like, is this an Ayn Rand novel? <laughs> it's long enough. <laughs> you take that back. It's, it's way lo- like, longer than an Ayn Rand novel. True, true. But it, it's also long-winded enough to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next. So yeah, she has, she has shot the harpoon. Yeah, into the, the same column that WV recovers it from in the future. Yep. And she goes to zip line it away. Oh. Now see, this is the part where I'm concerned. 
She's a good, like, 150 yeah, feet up in the air, and she's ziplining with yeah, no kind of harness. In that, in no kind of harness, and from what we see, uh, the, that is a steep incline. That is a very steep incline. I'm not sure how <laughs> she's supposed to stop at the end. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. I guess so. Uh, not now, though. Yep. Yeah, uh, have, have you ever been ziplining? I have not. That'd be... Mm, I am a pretty brave person, but height stuff kind of gets me. Uh, yeah, I, I did it once, and it is terrifying, but also fun. Yeah. But also that is, like, I was, like, a, like harnessed up. I remember in, like, eighth grade, everything. we went to some place at the end of the school year. It was, like, Outward Bound or something. And it was, the whole idea was, like, we're going to challenge your physical do. And the big, like, uh, like capstone to the end of the weekend, because we were there for, like, the whole weekend. And it was this obstacle course that was all about, you know, you were rigged up on a harness. You were safe. But it was about climbing up, um, like, uh, tr- uh, what's that called? Like, tight wires that were strung between trees in the middle of the forest. And if I remember right, if you got all the way to the top, you had to zip line down. I didn't like. I did not have the upper body strength needed to even attempt that. So, yeah, mm, yeah. No, it's 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 hard. Yeah. Like we, the thing I went to was like the most like baby, like easy thing, right? But yeah, let's have Rose finish building. Yeah, it might come as a surprise to you as the host of a podcast about a webcomic. I'm not especially physically fit. Well, neither am I. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rose has finished building. It looks like she just kind of copy and pasted his house on top of itself a few times. Architectural perfection. So I kind of... This doesn't, like, get drawn attention to a lot. I kind of really like the idea of a co-op RPG where one player is building the dungeon that the game then, like, populates. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd play that game. Yeah, I, I would definitely play that game. I don't think that's what the hopes of game will eventually be. No, no, no. That's he's very much said it's an adventure game. Yeah. Uh, that that rare imp is still in the corner. Yes, it is. We're gonna have to track his adventures throughout the story. Maybe he's the real. Maybe he's the key to understanding the ending. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the hope steps for the imp we, we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, more the loss of Cal. See you, little dude. If you had any more apple juice, you'd pour some out for your homie. You have to remember to double-check your closet for more juice. Go go get a goddamn new sword. Uh, perhaps you will, but if you do, it looks like you have to break it first. Perfectly good striped specimens down the toilet. Thanks, bro. Yeah, just confirming what so we've yeah, been talking he about. A, he is a half-blade kind now. Yep. That- Which is like when like the the blade comic got like really like shitty <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave seems like he's gonna be playing on hard mode for a while. Well, you know he he was so sure of himself, and now I gotta bring him back down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was already a victim of abuse, so I don't know how like more down can he be brought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was yes, yeah. He was already in a real shitty situation. <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps the shittiest? Yeah. You're not wrong. But now he... Yeah. Now he will be even shittier. Yep. I capsulized the beta. 
You try to grab the beta, but you forgot your Silidex is completely packed. I wonder why you jammed all this useless crap in here in the first place. Maybe you assumed you would weaponize it during a, one of your customary hash rap battles with your bro? But in retrospect, that probably just would have been a huge chore and would have made the battle drag on forever. It's like, what are you made of, time? Uh, so originally this was supposed to be a rap battle where he was shooting shit out of his Silidex and then Andrew Hussey decided that that would be a big chore. Yeah, so yeah, he did it, which, you know, fair. Yeah. Uh, eject your modus and send it to Scrabble values. You dump all this crap all over the roof. You then set your modus to the Scrabble hash function for some reason. This function always makes it a little less intuitive to calculate hash values for items, and therefore more cumbersome to wrap with. But mm, you guess that's kind of a moot point now that your bro flew off fuck knows where. His mysterious ways transcend irony once again. Get beta. You get the beta, now yielding a radically different hash value with the Scrabble function. Which is to say, a radically exactly the same value. Yep. Still goes to slot six. Dave Pester Rose. Turn deck godhead began pestering tentacle therapist. Okay, I got it. I hope you appreciate how much gross spongy proboscis I had to fillet to get this game. Hello? What are you doing? Anyway, I'm going downstairs now and installing this thing. Later. Uh, next. And we're back with Rose, who is not at her computer. She's just staring out the window as fire consumes her life. Yep. <laughs> you have finally finished your building project. You've done about all you can do for John. You don't think you can provide much assistance against all those ogres this time. But at least now, John appears to be armed to the teeth. All there's left to do is wait for Dave. Oh, Rose, catch along and send John code for his present. I would certainly hasten the parcel's delivery, but the gift's not finished yet. You've spent months accelerating your knitting skills to be able to make the gift of perfect sentimental appeal. You even incorporated a cherished heirloom you've had as long as you can remember. When he sees your staggering gesture of sentimentality, he will finally understand. He will understand that in the game of facetious sentimental gestures, no one gets the best of Rose Lalonde. <laughs> uh, at this point... I feel like this page... Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like this page probably sent... Uh, sent off a lot of ships. I'm so glad you said that, because that's what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, no, sent off ships for me. I was shipping these two pretty hard at this point. She Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's trying way too hard to act like she doesn't care. Yeah, I, I can definitely see it. I can definitely see it. Uh, months in the past. And we're at Rose with a less on-fire house, uh, receiving a blue box, probably from John... Blue seems to be his shtick. Yeah. Yeah. It's luckily all of these people are color-coordinated. Color yeah, yeah. Uh, Dear Rose. That's my, that, that is my least favorite, uh... <laughs> I can't remember the dude's fucking no, name I anymore, because I, I... I don't care. Yeah, you had it the other day. <laughs> I did. Dear Rose. I, I think I, I... Go ahead. Yeah, forget it. Okay. It's not important. <laughs> Dear Rose, happy birthday! Thanks for being such a great friend all these years. I know you like to make it out like you're playing it cool and don't care much about the people in your life. I know deep down you really do. Hell, not even that deep down. It's like, um, you're like your subconscious is having a wet t-shirt contest, and you being all aloof is this totally soggy shirt doing no good at all and hide nothing! 
Oh wait, it looks like two can play this game of cracking all these highfalutin psychology books. Aw, snap! See, again, why is that the analogy that comes to John's mind? John is 13 years old. Well, I'm saying with regard to Rose specifically. Uh, okay, yeah. At this point... Also, Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks, by oh, the way. Okay, good job. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, defi- I'm definitely feeling it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I got you this because I think you're really creative and you can make something nice with it if you put your mind to it. And it might help you take your mind off a lot of all this serious business you're always absorbed in. You know, all this weirdo, pseudo-gothy stuff or whatever. Frankly, it's kind of depressing. Anyway, you're the best, Rose. Have a rad 13th. I'll catch up with you guys soon. God, you're all so old! Ghosty Trickster, a.k.a. John. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Yeah. It may just be because I see a lot of Rose in me. Okay. <laughs> that I like I'm I'm like, no, she's gay. <laughs> Cause she's me. Right. But no, I could definitely see this. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. Uh like yeah, it's not like uh Dave uh Rose, which I also heard a lot of people talking about. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I to me they seem like better friends than Romantic partners? Yeah, see, to me, in these these ancient days of homestuck shipping, I generally think it's more fun to ship people that's more of an opposites attract kind of thing. As opposed to two people that yeah. just kind of are alike. I mean, that's fine, but it's, yeah. it's more fun when it's people that, like, bring out different sides of each other. Yeah. The spend ship and talk with Luke. <laughs> Never would have thought it'd be me instead of you. I know, this is, I, I've talked so little about, <laughs> about Chippy. I, I assume that will change at some point. Yeah, it will. Uh, next. Listen, you've been promised lesbians, you'll get lesbians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That may be a weird noise to make for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Rose is uh, getting pestered by a troll, it looks like. Ooh. Answer, Rose. All right. Grim Auxiliatrix, GA, began trolling tentacle therapist. Alright, I guess I'll take GA here. <clears throat> Why is it that when the subject of temporal mechanics is broached, your sparing human intellects instantly assume the most ingratiating posture of surrender imaginable? Time is not that difficult to understand. It is a utility that a universe may resort to in order to advance a desired degree of complexity or may not resort to, if that's the case. It's all pretty pedestrian, but no. When time travel comes up, you present the face that a man shows when the breeze gradually alerts him to his absence of nether dressings. I don't see how we are to properly agitate you all if you continue to insist on failing to understand basic concepts which common infants effortless, effortlessly manage to describe via scrawlings in their own puddles of sloppy discharge. Have we spoken before? Yes, in the future. You and your friends never cease to invent new ways to strengthen the credibility of your assertions. Oh my, is it your human sarcasm again? I enjoy listening to it, and I wish doing so could serve as my primary form of recreation. There, see? I just did it too, saying the opposite thing to emphasize my contempt. But suddenly I feel more primitive and hate myself a little more. 
I was like this funny little miracle that just happened in my heart. I would admire the sophistication of you and your fellow future dwellers a little more if they seem to be aware of the word human only if functions as that sort of adjective in bad science fiction. But I won't be rude and change the subject. Still a bit of unflinched straw poking out of your rhetorical effigy over here. Oh dear, no, we aren't from the future. But we are already in agreement that you don't get it and never will. I thought we. I thought you said we spoke in the future. We did. Your future. For me, it was only a couple minutes ago. I understand. You exist in some temporal stratum through which we have communication across the very points of my timeline. It's not that complicated. Yes, that's right. Will you try to talk some sense into your idiot friends so that we may proceed to bother them all on more rational terms? I try to every day with mixed results, but you see, it's not that I don't understand you, it's that I don't believe you. Because it's nonsense. How about presentance and coordinated nonsense? Why would a bunch of... Um, temporally dislocated trolls want to harass a group of friends throughout completely random points in time. I will admit this campaign of provocation wasn't all that well thought out. Don't tell anyone I said that. Uh, Alright. Maybe you should get some trolling tips from us humans. Our sparing intellects are probably better suited for it. Yeah, maybe. Why don't we be friends? You want to be my friend? I think so. I think we're supposed to. You suggested as much earlier. You mean I did in the future? Yes, a couple minutes ago. I love that three-line exchange. Uh, probably because I remembered you mentioning it in this conversation we're having now. That's likely. Hmm. <clears throat> Your commitment to this roleplay scenario is intriguing. What choice do I have but to accept? Okay, so learn a little piece of something about them trolls. Yeah. They're... Uh, obviously, so... What's... I kind of knew this just because it's impossible not to know. Oh, that they're, they've got, but like, they're, time shit going on? Well, or that they're not human, technically. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. That is that is also a thing we learned, I guess. I, I sort of just took it for granted that they're not human because, yeah. yeah. at this point, everyone, like, knows what, like, yeah, this would be probably a yeah. revelation at the time. Uh, I don't think it was a huge one, but it was definitely, like, a wait, what kind of deal. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we also learned they've got some kind of weird time travel shit going on. Yeah, but they they seem to be in a yeah, like they like kind of Rose says they're in a place maybe where time does not function as it does on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Well, that probably doesn't matter. Yeah, it'll I, come I, up again. <laughs> probably not. When does think? When do things ever come back in this comic? Nah, really, never. Uh, but no, I really do love that uh, interaction between uh, G A and. Rose, mm-hmm. with the... I think we're supposed to be friends. Yeah, yeah. But you, you said so. Right. It's just like, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if I want it. I'm pretty sure that's, like, what's gonna happen, so... Just do it, I guess. Also... Yeah? Uh... You were saying earlier about DNA? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have an A now. That's true. We have GA. I, I, I don't know if that means anything, but... Yep, and, um... Uh, the other troll we've seen was CG. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go next. All right. Uh, we have transitioned from Rose talking to this troll to uh, looks like Dave's room when he received those Ben Stiller sunglasses from John. Um. Next. Yeah, we're we're back in the past again. It seems less scary in the past. I like it here yeah. better. It's just raining. 
Just pretty, that is still a, a pretty tall building. It's a very tall building, but at least it's not like in the middle of a city being destroyed by meteors under the burning gaze of a horrible sun. Yeah, that's true. I said that's just what Texas is like, though. You're not wrong. Uh, next. Oh, God, Dave's got his bro's glasses. Oh, yeah, so this this was... He was truly... Yeah. Into, like, he was... Drinking his brother's Kool-Aid. I, I like that you said the same thing I was going to. <laughs> Red sink, actually. Oh, no! <laughs> you've been homestuck. Yeah, How, I got you, homestruck. You've been house-trapped. <laughs> I've been night-trapped. Oh, God. <laughs> Dear Dave. Dear Dave, happy birthday. I just wanted to take a break from telling you how much your gay butt stinks all the time and say what an awesome friend you are. Seriously, on any other day, I'd be downplaying how you aren't really as cool as you think you are. But just between you and me, I think you might actually be that cool. I think you just gotta get out of your bro's shadow and spread your wings, dude. So I got you these. That's, I think we need to What's that? notice that uh, there's a, a, a great drawing in the corner of this note. Yes, it's like a weird with a, monster thing with sunglasses saying, yo, sup. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. So I got you these. They're totally authentic. They actually touched Ben Stiller's weird sort of gaunt face at some point. I'm sure you'll dig them because I know you lolled so hard at that movie. Okay, so for real, this is sort of a shitty present, but it's an, it's an ironic present because I know you wouldn't have it any other way. Maybe you can wear them ironically sometime. They might even be more ironic than your bro's dumb pointy anime shades. Anyway, have a good one, buddy, and stay busy being totally sweet. Ghosty Trickster, John. Yeah, I, I do really like the way that this uh, comic portrays online friendships. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. It's That's something that has, I think, gotten a lot of attention about Homestuck, because it's kind of the first comic that has made those kind of relationships, first, like, major story, not just comic, made those sort of major relationships, like, the key character interaction in it. And, like, also, like, to be meaningful like this. Yeah, yeah, like, these are, it, especially with these, like, presents and these very, like, sentimental, earnest notes, it's very much like these friendships are every much as important to these kids as they would be if they lived next to each other. Yeah, um, if they were neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Say on some weird planet. Yeah. Um, I also like that, like, John's present-giving like, he is a good enough friend that he has gotten his friend's gifts that have, like, been really meaningful to them beyond just being a nice gesture, right? Yeah. Like, especially with Dave, he seems to have really, like, um, nailed him on, like, what he Ooh. needs. And what yeah, he needs and, are and Ben Stiller's was... Starsky and Hutch sunglasses. Well, yeah, like, it, it, it is all about him getting out of his brother's shadow, right. like John said. Yeah. And one, realizing that maybe his brother isn't that great. Right, right. And two, like, realizing that he needs to do his own thing and that just he can't just be his, a, a smaller version of his bro. Yeah. And then with Rose, it's not quite as on the nose, but just like, hey, you're kind of weird and depressing, and that's fine, that's who you are, but here's something, like, creative and to do that you can, like, pour some positive energy into, because it seems like that's missing from your life. Yeah, and it's obvious that Rose has really taken to that. Right, yeah. They're just good buds. The good buds. Uh, next. And now Dave's getting trolled. 
Uh, Dave, answer. All right, you want to? Oh, that's a great. Oh yeah, he's got a Starsky and Hutch background. <laughs> uh, specifically, Snoop Dogg is Puggy yes. Bear. Yes. All right, you want to take the troll this time, since I did last time. Um. Okay, give me a bit of the kind of character real quick. Um, sort of like nervous and not really sure of himself, but he's gonna try anyway. But he's probably gonna fuck it up. Okay. All right. Adios, Toriador, began trolling Turntech Godhead. Hey, first, okay, I think you're awful. Let's put that fact on the table where we can both see it. I'm proud of the digestive ruination that's about to take place in the comprehensive soiling of the laundry enveloping your person. Oh my god, you type like a tool. Yeah, now you're getting it. What you're in for? You're ready to be trolled within an inch of your miserable human cortex. This is so weak. I'm almost getting tired of wasting good material on you guys. It's like you've got nothing. It's always one of you sprouting up and ranting about how hard I'm about to get trolled with no ensuing substance. You don't even know anything about us. One of you fuckers thought I was a girl. Okay, yeah, but the thing is that I don't care about your anatomical details and things like that. I know what you've done, or will do, actually. It's the most awful thing, the worst you can ever do. Sorry I wouldn't cyber with you, dude, in the future or whatever. Wait, what? No, oh, okay. You're the one who likes to submit innuendo. Uh, human innuendo. Yes, human innuendo. Sorry for the lack of clarity. So, at what point in the future am I supposed to look forward to you whipping up this titanic hankering for my knob? Uh, Be honest with me, because I'm busy. And I want to know exactly when I gotta clear some space in my calendar for when some fuckwit blunders out of a magical phone booth and makes a ballad-inspiring play for my throbbing beef truncheon. Yeah, should I be perturbed by the illusion? these illusions? No, man. Look, I just need to know when to be there, when the stars come into alignment, and your flux capacitor lets you finally sate your meteoric greed for crotch dachshund. I wouldn't want to miss it and cause a paradox or something. It'd suck if the universe blew up on account of you missing your window of opportunity to help yourself to a pubescent boy's naked spam porpoise. Okay, okay, this is sort of starting to upset me. Jesus, you're such a shitty troll. I guess I'll leave you alone and find another point in time to bother you. When I guess you're more emotionally susceptible and don't have all these bees in your bonnet about your human sexuality. Oh, no. No, dude. You sassed me up. We are in the shit now. Together. For the long haul. I... What? We're motherfucking entrenched in this bitch. You and me. Welcome to Nam. Now grab my hand and shimmy your soggy ass off that muddy bank before Charlie gets the fucking drop. Who? Who's Charlie? He's the guy who's gonna read our vows. I'm feeling pretty friggin' matrimonial all of a sudden. Take a look down by your foot. See that little bottle? Stop on that shit like it's on fire. Noisy ethnic dudes are flipping the fuck out and waving us around on chairs so someone gets hurt. I'm your 300-pound na- matronly freight train, and my gaping furnace is hungry for coal, so get goddamn shoveling. Oh my god. Bro, look at my eyes. That twinkle? That be devotion, your herniated pro-wrestler sweaty purple taint. Sparkling like a visit from your fairy fucking godmother. Should be pure and true. That's what you see. A kaleidoscopic supernova of all your hopes and dreams all swishing together. Radially effervescing arms of more little boy peckers than you can imagine. 
turning out insane corkscrew haymakers of a billion dancing Vienna sausages. This is how we do this. This shit's more real than Kraft Mayo. Adios, Toreador, block, turn tech godhead. <laughs> well, one, I, I now see why you wanted me to be the troll. Uh-huh, yeah. I wanted to read that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, two, uh, uh, Dave is now, is obviously Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just, like, in order what I'm getting from this page. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's the main takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Um, three, my, my belief of Dave being gay continues to be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can definitely, there is, uh, reading this page that way is 100% valid. I, I just feel like there's a bit too much, like, truthful knowledge in there, deep buried in there. Yeah. Also, don't try to cyber bully Dave. He's better at it than you are. Yeah, no, D- Dave's a fucking master. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of, aside from this being one of the, my favorite pages in the whole comic, in terms of actual information, uh, AT did mention that uh, Dave is going to do the most awful thing ever. Yeah. That's something. I think uh, CG also mentioned that to Jade, that like today was the day she ruined everything. Hmm. You are now... The Aimless Renegade. You've identified a couple of unwelcome rogues outside your present stronghold. They're in violation of your jurisdiction. Despite your ordinarily striking marksmanship, you spent your entire ammo clip without recording a single kill shot. What will you do? Realize that your weapon is magazine-fed, not clip-fed. You don't give a shit about that. (laughs) Uh, Examine the wall behind you. The wall exhibits rows of ancient hieroglyphs depicting an array of amphibious and reptilian life forms. This is illegal pictography. It makes you angry. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Lots of, you know... So, there's a spirograph there. Yeah. And there seems to be a lot of, you know, there's like a frog, but there also seems to be a lot of, like, lizard people. Yeah, like lizards and reptiles. There's like a turtle. Like dinosaur lizard people. Oh. You did mention a lot of stuff about dinosaurs. Well, I think I mentioned dinosaur times. I don't know if it went deeper than that. Yeah. You mentioned it twice, which for me is... Yeah. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's go search for more ammo. There's plenty of ammunition stored in the various ammo crates, which you've spent a great deal of time unearthing from nearby dunes and hauling back to your stronghold. You have a large variety of weaponry and ammunition at your disposal. Whether you can locate some more AK-47 rounds quickly enough is a different matter. And yeah, he's got a crate of ammunition with a logo that looks like Jade's grandpa's hat and mustache and teeth. Yep. Those three buck teeth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, quickly retrieve your sidearms. That's pretty good. Yeah. You retrieve a pair of deadly sidearms. But you'll need a longer range weapon if you're to continue your enforcement. Find a rocket launcher. All right, he walks over and there's some kind of, like, platform moving up and down. He's got all kinds of shells and guns in here. Yeah, it's real fucking armory. 
Yeah. Uh, next. Here's one. <laughs> so casual. Yeah. Uh, Air, befriend the unwelcome rogues. You wonder if you should reconsider your grievance with the offenders. Perhaps you should let it slide? They seem friendly enough, and it's been so long since you've had company. It would also be quite a pity to blow up that tall, attractive female. But then again, don't call women attractive females, AR. That's not, that's weird. Don't be a weirdo. Well, you know, AR has not seen people in a long time. Probably not. Yeah. Well, so Schultz. You know, I guess that's true. I guess when you're literally living as an isolated castaway at the end of the world, suddenly acting like a dude on the internet is forgivable behavior. Yeah, like, it's, like, yeah, like, it's still, like, maybe not the best thing, but, Well, no, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, no, they are behaving like someone reduced to the barest bones of civil civility. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, I'll if buy I, that. Yeah, if I was walking in, like, you know, Mad Max world and some person called me, uh, attra- like, an attractive female, mm. I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> I guess. Uh, next... They're both in flagrant violation, trespassing through several zones which you have painstakingly marked as off-limits when you conduct your investigation of this crime scene. It's your duty to investigate this illegal monument and get to the bottom of its illicit amphibious idolatry. Just thinking about all the sloppy footprints that are leaving in the sand makes your carapace steam. The law is all that's left to hold on to in this unforgiving dust bowl. You cannot afford to loosen your black claw's grip, lest justice slip through your fingers. Law is beauty. Order is peace. Judgment is the very basis for all that is pure and... Hold that thought. You need to take a moment to wear something ridiculous before you continue your spiel. Okay, so he's either Judge Judd or Mad Max. Yeah. Poor Kalodos Dose. True, true. Yeah. Next. So he's reaching for... Something like a bunch of, I don't know if those are like empty shells or grenades or something, and then a grenade with like a bayonet stuck through it. Yeah, well, it seems like a not a great idea. Yeah. Uh, next. Order in the court! You will have order in this courtroom! If everyone does not settle down, you will clear out this courtroom, you swear to God! <laughs> he's got okay, a so yeah, he's big. Judge. He's Judge Dredd. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and yeah, he's banging that grenade on a uh, box that has been labeled judge, and he yeah, and he has, has a, a jury of bullets. It's a courtroom full of bullets. He he has done for bullets what uh, the mayor has done for cans. Yeah, yeah. I, I know they have other names, but I'm just gonna name them judge. No, that's that's mayor. reasonable. That's easy. The mayor is easier to say than WV. Yeah, and post girl. Yeah, post woman. Yeah. That's probably better. We don't know how old she is. Yeah, true. Or, or even if their species has a concept of age like ours. That's true. But I mean, both WV and AR seem pretty childish, so post-girl might not be inaccurate. Okay. Uh, examine moving platform. It appears to be a large stage serving as a kind of elevator, but it can't go down because there's something jammed in it. Looks like a peculiar musical instrument. Probably centuries True. old. But, yeah, the jury agrees. You've got to blow up those trespassers. Yeah, Jade's, it's the guitar. Yeah, Jade's bass. It's Jade's is, guitar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or bass, yes, please. Yeah. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, place the present on the monument. 
You put John's present down in just the right spot, along with a letter you prepared a little while ago for a after a particularly interesting series of dreams. Should be any minute now. Okay, so yeah, I, I yeah. was wrong before. Yep. Uh, next. Oh, there we go. If I... Yeah, it was the pumpkin that had d disappeared before. Oh, yeah, 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 the that, pumpkin, yes. That is where what I'm confusing it with. Yep, that, that makes sense. Uh, next. Alright, and then she takes out her rifle and shoots the zipline she used to let the uh, cable run taut, or run opposite taut slack. There we go. So yep. that WV will be able to cover it later. You put down the time bait. It's out of your hands now. Uh, that is quite the good shot. Yeah, I mean, again, Hidden rope from. Yeah, she's a good. She's good with that gun. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, you guess you could swim to the temple. Maybe you can think of a better way across, though. Because yeah, in, the, uh, I think we've established this, but in the the temple's in the middle of like a lake. Yeah. Uh, with a bunch of lily pads. Yeah. Uh, PM, read the letter. This is kind of confusing. Uh, next. Dear Miss Mail Lady, go here! So it's a drawing of where she is now, but there is a hole, a second hole blown in her facility, and the column next to it is gone. But that's not what it looks like for reals. You guess it's straightforward enough, even if the drawing is somewhat inaccurate. Uh, next. I, I, I start to see what's happening here. Yeah, all of a sudden that column blew up, and now it looks like it does in the drawing. Oh, well, no! Not yet. Not yet, but it will in a second. <laughs> but yes. Oh, no! Oh, no! You said, you said it already, but oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no! Uh, berate self for unauthorized demolition. Stupid, stupid, stupid! You had them right in your crosshairs. You have no idea how a crack shot like you could have missed. It's practically inconceivable! He's just bonking his head with his grenade gavel. Yeah, that, that, it, it just seems to be bad ideas all around. Yeah. Uh, ARB the law. You reload and take aim. That fair carapace. How it sparkles in the desert light. No! You cannot afford to be distracted by such thoughts. You are busy being the law. Uh, next. And yet yeah, he slipped at the last second and named the facility instead. You are the law. Whoops! I'm the law. He likes her. He does. He got a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, WV, wave around in a distracting manner. Oh, it's this guy again, his little blinking bee. So outrageous. Uh, next. And WV throws a can and it clonks on the ground. The can ruse was a distraction. That's a link to oh, a God. sweet bro and hell Jeff page with, but that's a reference to. Yeah. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite sweet bro and hell Jeffs. Yeah, introducing the new friend, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just love how the card get, just the panels get smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah, he just it's really good. He just backs his car into the ocean, <laughs> and there's like twenty panels that just get progressively smaller of it sinking into the ocean. 
Yeah, I forgot Wick, which uh, Sweet Bone Hell Jeff, but he does that joke again later, but it just eventually turns like into this huge, glitchy, inscribable mess. Yeah, yeah. Th- that kind of punchline is like 50% of Sweet Bone Hell and Jeff. Yeah. The other 50% is weed jokes. Yeah, yeah. Bro, how high do you have to be to even do something like that? I don't know. Uh, PM skip away quickly to the newly created hole. Yep. She makes a break for it. You have the cargo. The cargo. Yeah. Uh, Ah, yeah. Uh, Next. Uh, Aaron's taking aim again. Oh, he blew up a hole in WV's facility now, and WV got sent flying. That his aim does not seem that well. I'm I'm just gonna say. Yeah. And also, that rocket goes like. Fifty yes. different ways. A rocky does some loops on its way to WV. Yeah. Uh, PM, read the next step of the letter. Uh, it's just a diagram of a centificator where she's supposed to drop off the box. At the bottom of the letter is a series of coordinates, along with further instructions. You know what you must do. She's going to deliver the mail. Yeah. Uh, last thing I asked you to do is that going to. Oh, yeah, at the very end of the note, Jade says something like, last thing I'll ask you to do, looks like she's got the word grateful down there, but it's mostly covered up. I don't think we Uh, see the rest of it, but it's implied. Yeah. Yeah. Liberty. Reason. Justice. Civility. Edification. Perfection. Next. (laughs) Mail. And the mail is made out, the, the letter mail... The word, I mean, the word mail is yeah. made out of different bits of mail. Yeah. And the, the, the mail was syndificate. Yes, so syndificate. Syndificate. Boy. Off it goes. Years in the past. Got a beautiful butterfly. Oh. Yeah. Next. Oh. Uh, and there's a giant thing next to the beautiful butterfly. It looks like a trumpet, and then someone's going to play the butterfly a beautiful song. Yeah, maybe. Beautiful song with butterfly, next. Nope, it was the blunderbuss. Oh, no! <laughs> and Grandpa Harley just shot that butterfly with a gun like 30 times that butterfly's size at point-blank range. <laughs> yeah, that's a gun to kill elephants. Yes. Also, I like that he has a scope on it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, next. Oh, we got oh, baby. Oh, no, baby Jade. Little Jade. She's at a little party hat. She's riding around on Beck. Today is your birthday. Your grandfather has decided to celebrate by introducing you to the thrill of the hunt. But suddenly, you and Beck are wandering off. Where is this silly dog taking you? Like, there's a trail, there's a crater from what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He hunted that butterfly real good. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Uh, next. You find a present! <gasps> next. Oh, oh, it's it's the shirt, it's the it's the blue slime ghost shirt that Jade's wearing in the future! And some pumpkin seeds! You open and it, the, what's that? The shirt has the Tapatico logo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't have that before that shirt became a real product you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> You open it to find a shirt that's way too big for you, and... Pumpkin seeds? There's also a letter. 
Dear Jade. Dear Jade, happy birthday! It's hard to thank you enough for your friendship over the years. Heck, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have even met Rose and Dave. So that's like three times the friendship. That's almost like too much friendship. <laughs> I only wish I could get you something for your birthday that could remotely make up for what you've given me. But of course, that's impossible. So here are a couple silly things anyway. I went to a weird Asian store the other day and saw this rad shirt. So I got it and I'm wearing it now. But there was a blue one, too, which was way more awesome, and I wanted you to have it. I know you like green a lot, but maybe you'd like to try wearing blue sometimes. I bet you'd look like a million bucks. Also, I know you've been frustrated lately about how your pumpkins keep disappearing. Uh, well, I can't begin to explain why that's happening. All I can do is give you these so you can plant some more. Don't give up, Jade. Wherever those dumb old pumpkins went off to, I'm sure you know the fun is in growing them and taking care of them until they're ready. Oof, gotta head out to the post office now so this doesn't get to you too late. Talk to you soon. Ghosty Trickster, John. Got too early. Or maybe just at the right time. Yeah. Or all of the above. Yeah. So Jade introduced him to Dave and Rose, but Jade learned about John from John in the future. Hmm. And presumably Dave and Rose from... Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, let's just move on. Let's go next. Yeah. Who is this John claiming to be your friend? And these other friends he mentions? Whoever he is, you think he might be onto something. Blue is a very pretty color. Also, growing some pumpkins sounds like it could be fun. Maybe I'll ask Grandpa if you can use the atrium to do some gardening. This will be exciting. So, Wah. well, so, wait, so, <laughs> sorry. no, no, that's fine. She never ends up wearing green because she gets this blue shirt when she's a little baby. But huh. John got it for her because of all the green she wears. Huh. Hmm. Did she just lie to him about liking green to complete this time loop? I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe you just assume because our text is green? That's true, too. Yeah. Okay, let me... Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Go for it again. Womp. Womp. This is maybe the most seizure-inducing panel yet. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the tab one's still pretty bad, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next. You bear the vicious brunt of this story transition directly in the face. You're getting really tired of this feisty man and his busy fists. <laughs> so we're back with Jack Noir, who just got punched in the face by Dad. Uh, Jack, kill John's dad yourself. He just fucking pulls out a switchblade, he's gonna shank him. Here, yeah. stick this in your pipe and bleed to death slowly. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that... It's all kind of got away from you at the end there, yeah, Jack. Yeah, you could probably stand a workshop, that one. Yeah. Uh, next. Nope. But Dad set his hat on fire. That's maybe a jerk move, but probably deserved if you yeah. know, can get to kill him. Yeah. Uh, next. And Dad tore the hat off and threw it on the ground and is now spraying it down with shaving cream. And Jack Jack's is just sort of, of on. Yeah, he's just sort of nonplussed by all this. Uh, next. And now he's stamped the hat down into just a little wad of burnt up fabric. 
Jack still seems kind of nonplussed by this. Yeah, he doesn't really know what to make of this situation. He was not. He did not prepare. Get prepared for this. No, he was not ready for that hat that he hated to be destroyed. The uh, next. Yeah, that the hat's destroyed. Yeah, it's just a mess. The uh, next. You release the prisoner. He's free to go. <laughs> That's all it took. Was getting rid of that stupid hat for him. Yeah. See, he might be a horrible murderer, but he's a reasonable man. Yeah. Uh, Jay, play guitar to summon giant lily pads. She lowers the amp down to the ground and starts playing the bass. Uh, next. And yeah, a bunch of lily pads apparently <laughs> form up. That's apparently a thing she can do. Okay, yeah. That, well, that seems like video game bullshit. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and she's pretending to rip it like a frog while she jumps across these. Let me ask you something, Ashley. Uh, yeah. How many lily pads does she walk across here? Seven. Seven. So she starts at, like, a, a pillar with, like, a big round thing on it and goes through seven other round things to get to the goal in the middle? Is that what you're telling me? <sighs> like, she just played a little mini game of Spurb right there? Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> 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 that drawing of a frog is cute. What's that? That drawing of a frog is cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, next. And she is... Ooh. Yeah, she's at the front entrance to this uh, frog temple, and the hieroglyphs are, like, glowing ominously. Uh, D- yeah, Dave, install beta. Alright. Alright, I'm installing this game, finally. We're doing this, man? Yeah. You could almost say, we're making this. Go on. What is it we're making this? Transpire! <laughs> Let's make shit take place. S, enter. Here. We. Go! I recognize this music. Yep, yeah, it's the music from when John installed his game of Spurb. Yeah. And, oh, they found another bottle of apple juice after all. Hopefully Harry Mendel did not piss in it. Yeah. We're Jade's yep. still at the, the Frog Temple and John's doing... Yep. John's getting ready to climb the house up to the gate. Jade climbs in on the... Yeah, she's like going down the elevator thing that's stuck in the future. Yep. And Rose is uh, playing with Beauty! Oh, And, uh... Dave is making a sweet bird hello, Jeff. Yes. As he waits for the installation. There's some kind of, like, blooming flower there. And just a wave of meteors coming, bearing down on Rose's location. But Spurb's installed now. Yep. Dave chucks her bed to throw the, uh... The lathe out there. He gets the... The... Cruxite machine. I don't remember what it's fucking called. Yep. He's put oh, these flower. Yeah, he's put these crafting in, objects as far away from each other as possible. And yeah, Jade's got some weird blooming yeah. lotus flower in the temple. And bangs uh, the wizard. Oh, and that's how the wizard lost his hand. Yeah. And now there's tornadoes coming down at Rose's house. Oh, she's prototyped the cat. And instead of a apple from a tree, she got a bottle from a wine rack from her uh, alchemeter. Yeah. Huh. 
and the hand from the wizard got sent flying and hit the bottle into the river. Oh no. Oh shit, Nana Sprite's writing that note to John that we read from his Nana from before. <gasps> oh, whoa. And his copy of Colonel Sassaker's. Rose jumped off the her house. Yep, to catch the bottle. Uh, Nana Sprite dropped the, the book. Yep. And the book falls to the clouds and there's some kind of blue world below. Yeah. And Rose caught the bottle and got caught by... Dave threw the, the tentacle princess into the Colonel Sprite too. <laughs> and that flower bloomed. There's some kind of glowy shit in there. The meteors yeah. are on their way. Rose just smashes the... Brings the bottle down on her house and christens it like you would a new ship. And just as the meteor hits, she vanishes. Meanwhile, Dave's copies of the beta that were lost appear in that lotus flower, and now John's climbing his house. He's beating the shit out of him all over the place with these hammers. A bunch of shit's happening. A lot of shit's happening. Oh, one of those hats has, has the hat. Yeah. Those imps has the hat. Yeah. Meanwhile, John can just clown on these ogres now with his new gear. Oh, there's the... We saw the special <laughs> imp. Yep, he got the Cosby top thrown at him. Yeah. And Dave, John went flying into the gate and vanished in a puff of magic. Good gravy, Ashley. A lot of things just happened. A lot of things happened in a very short amount of time. Yeah, uh, I would probably recommend rewatching that if you're confused about it later. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely probably rewatch that at some point. Yeah, uh, I really like the. We kind of went past it because we were trying to keep up with it, but the shot of like Rose, like reflected in a water puddle with like raindrops, yes. like hitting That's, in sync with the really piano. Good, really. It's really artistic. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I did. I just got a message. Uh, did Homestuck kill you? <laughs> well, did it? I don't know anymore. Let's go next. Let's go next. Now we're we're seeing John's house on that spire. Um, we we zoom out. Yeah. Uh, sorry, next. Yep, yep. Yeah. And it's not just floating in a void like we thought before. It's sticking There's out. There's that blue on, world we saw some earlier. kind of blue planet. Next. And it's flo- the whole thing is just floating in the void. Yeah. End of Act 3. End of Act 3. <sighs> All right, Ashley. You're th- yes, end of Act 3. You're three acts into Homestuck. Um. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm still really liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it it's getting a lot more confusing. It definitely is. I promise it'll. What most of it will make sense on its own, and for what is hard to make sense of, that's what I'm here for. Okay. Uh, yeah, and thank you so much. Like, I, th- I think this has really helped. Oh, well, no problem. Uh, um, yeah, uh, so yeah, we're starting to get into, like, the time travel shenanigans, which is 
where some people st- sort of throw their hands up at Homestuck. I could see that. Yeah. Um, time travel stories are not for everyone when they're the kind of time travel story that laboriously makes sure that it is internally consistent, which most time travel stories don't bother with. Yep. Homestuck doesn't really cheat at all, though. It adheres no. really strictly to the idea that if you went back in time to do something, then you already went back in time to do something, so it's already been done. Yeah. Which makes it a little easier to follow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I... Uh, so, I put out a question post. Yes, you did, yeah. Uh, on Twitter and... Uh, on our t- uh, well, my specifically Tumblr, yeah. Tumblr, but it's for the show uh, called "Getting Told About Homestuck." Yes, getting told about Homestuck. Tumblr.com. I'm mostly at this point just posting uh, group shots of the kids in rows. Yeah. So yeah, what, what kind of what um, kind of questions did you get? Uh, from uh, should I say the name of the person? Uh, I don't see why not, as long as it doesn't seem like it's, like, their real name, and maybe that's weird, but if it's just, like, a screen name or something, uh, or do you think they'd yeah, be comfortable uh, with it, if you know them? Yeah, a few of these people I know. Uh, Chum Personable mm-hmm. on, uh, Tumblr, uh, asked, what is your favorite weapon so far, and why is it the Wrinkle Fucker? <laughs> we actually haven't seen the Wrinkle Fucker used a lot, like, it, it maybe used that, that, uh, animation at the end, but yeah, not a lot yet. Um, I, I like the, the kind of, I forgot what it was like actually called, but the kind of upgraded, uh, pogo hammer. Oh, okay. Uh, the, just the pogo hammer itself or like the Sassa crusher or just the one that's like the uh, hammer and also the pogo ride. The hammer, the, the, the pogo yeah, ride. Just the pogo hammer. Yeah. That one's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the pogo hammer. It's a good, just like, uh, this is, then, that, that's a John kind of weapon. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the whole bit of it, you know, bouncing back and forth is interesting. Mm-hmm. It leads to funny jokes. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, more seriously, what's from Trump still, more seriously, what's your favorite running gag so far? Okay. Um, I mean, the, the arms one is a classic. Sure. Uh, I'm liking the way they're integrating uh, Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff. Like, I know you said that, but they've actually been, like, the way they've been doing it is... yeah weirdly subtle enough where it like it's it, like it isn't like super obvious right it's not beating you over the head with it yeah um i'm sure there are more that i just can't think of at this moment mm-hmm. um from an anonymous i got a lot of anonymous questions okay uh this has always been a pun point of much discussion, but how do you interpret the dynamic between Dave and Bro? Is it positive or negative, and what does it say about the characters? I, I feel like we've made a pretty strong deliberation on that. Yeah, and so, I, you know, I am sure, you know, we, we saw Bro leave into the sunset. Right. But I'm sure that will not be the last of him. No. If that is my, like, guess. Yeah, no, yes, you are correct. Okay. So I'm only going from what is at the end of Act 3. Okay. But it definitely seems to me that like it is... Even if at some point Bro has good intentions... Uh-huh. It's a horrible situation for Dave. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's a weird thing where... 
and this is something we'll get away from this more as like the game stuff, like the Spurb stuff, sort of takes primacy. Um, when they're in the real world near the beginning here, it's hard to know how seriously to take it because, like, on a, if you take yep. everything that happens with Dave totally literally, then my God, he needs to be like picked up by CPS. If you take yeah. it a little more cartoonishly, then yeah, maybe this isn't the best for him. But like, it's it's jokes, right? Yeah. Um, it, I, I um, like even personally for me, being generous and being like absolutely cartoony, it still is like kind of like not a great situation. Sure, yeah. Uh, specifically, I think like the point where it kind of crosses the line from being like, because like even like all the puppet stuff is kind of like you know, cartoonishly funny uh-huh. is like the lack of food. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, not, that's, I like, that's not an okay thing. No, not so much. It's the kind of thing where it's, it puts a very happy face on it in the comic, but you can definitely yeah. imagine. And I bet we could find fan art of like, um, someone that just made depressing fan art of like Dave, hiding in his closet, crying, clutching his apple juice with, like, the shadow of little Cal cast over his, like, eye yeah. as he looks out of his closet. And I'm sure a lot of people think that's really funny. Right. And, like, I don't want to say, like, that they're, like, wrong or, like, horrible people or anything, because, like, it's... Sure. Everyone's, like, level of, like, what is... And, like, I could also see myself, like, laughing at that if it was drawn right. Right, right. Well, I was saying, like, because you see a lot of... There's a, like like an insulting name for it that I can't think of where it's just like, here's depressing artwork. Yeah. Um, sad stuck. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely on the right. I'm, I'm thinking there's like a more general one, but it doesn't matter. Um, grim, like grim darker. Yeah. Uh, and then that's, that's yeah, that, that like vein I, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a similar, but lighter, Question from an, another anonymous: uh, What which pair of shades is better, the triangular ones or the aviators? Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with the aviators. I'm actually not that big of a fan of Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the aviators. I think aviators look cool. Yeah, and to me, the the Gurren Lagann glasses on Dave actually look kind of weird. Like he was clearly yeah, drawn that, with the aviators in mind, and like his face yeah. looks wrong with the the Gurren Lagann ones. Some of these questions, I'm looking through the questions on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, I think some people may have gotten the wrong idea, or just since they haven't read Act 3 in a while, they think that there's maybe a bit more than there is. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's hard to differentiate that stuff. Yeah, so I'm just going to scroll by that. Yeah. But uh, it's the, the beginning of Act 5 is a pretty big dividing line in the story where I, I think most people would know <laughs> this is post Act 5 or pre Act 5. Um, but yeah. kind of those two categories run together pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, both uh, By- Brycro and uh, Delirious uh, Tiberius on Twitter mm-hmm. asked, uh, well, one was, who is your favorite character and who is the best kid? Uh-huh. Which right now I think is kind of, like, I could see someone having, like, you know, John's dad or... sure. You know, like you know, like one of the exiles as, uh, like as a favorite character, but I think the kids are the most fleshed out. So yeah, I think that's I fair. think it's pretty obvious from just what I've said here that uh, Rose is my favorite at the moment. Okay, um, it, it was interesting because I was 
actually just recently, like I, I was listening to old episodes of this show, right? Uh, to kind of you know get just get a different take on it. Former co-host Mike Blaze said that Rose was his least favorite. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? And so I just found that really interesting. Yeah. Um, like Rose to me, like like uh, I definitely find like all of them in some way like very like relatable. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, like John has that kind of like dorky like energy, yeah. Uh, that I definitely had as a kid. Uh, Dave has you know that kind of trying to be cool and trying to be you know hip that I think a lot of kids go through. Definitely. And Rose has that too, but like it, it, for, for me at least, it is in a way more believable, like well, not believable or be- relatable way. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tried to be cool, it was more emotionally distant. Okay. Uh, rather than the kind of, like, emotionally distant, kind of like the, like, I'm... The kaleidoscope you know, emotion- of little boy peckers thing that Dave does. Yeah, not in that way. <laughs> uh, more in the kind of rose, like, I'm gonna, you know, read all about this dark shit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think what I said to Mike at the time with that, and I only know this because I also re-listened to that episode out of curiosity, <laughs> uh, was that Rose doesn't get a huge chance to, like, be in the spotlight in the beginning here. Um, yeah, she, uh... She's very much mostly, like a support role, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think if you can really, like, see the character for what she is and, and you can enjoy her the way you are, um, I think if you don't immediately click with her in that way, it can, she can kind of feel yeah. like, yeah, sort of whatever until she definitely gets, uh, some very meaningful spotlight time in act four and five. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see what happened with her Sprite. Cause I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Her whole relationship with her cat, the whole cat secret. Oh yeah. Cause her cat fucking talked to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, they, she said that to, you know, Sprite something that can talk. Yeah. And her cat talks, so. That's true. But yeah, I just see a lot of myself in Rose. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely why I'm a big fan. Yeah, no, that's, I, I can get behind that. That's kind of where I was with John for this early stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, it's definitely, this is definitely a thing where I can see a bunch of people, like, identifying with a character super strongly. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I, I think for a lot of people... Dave is very much an early front runner just because he's the most like quotable. Mm-hmm. Just he he drops a lot of goofy jokes and one liners frequently. Yeah, like Dave is like kind of. Like, I also I feel like there's a bunch of people on the internet like Dave. Yeah, yeah. Who are maybe not thirteen? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I think that page we read with the, the insane corkscrew haymakers, uh, yeah. there are definitely people that would probably still say that is the best page in Homestuck. Eh, I like it, but I think it gets... There's some stuff that beats it out, I think. Okay. Um, I'm looking at your Twitter feed, and I'm seeing a question that I think is pretty good. Uh, Astrid asks, what do you think about the sudden implications of the kids having supernatural destiny and all that? And, yeah, I, I'm curious what you think about that, too, because at the beginning, it's very much, it's just four kids. And then it feels like the further in we get, it becomes more and more like, well, shit, like, they're inexorably tied to this game, and there's weird 
time travel destiny shit going on. Um, like, that's kind of a common thing in stories, like the concept of the chosen one, but these are the chosen ones. Right. Um, which makes it a bit more interesting, but yeah, it's just that these, all of these four kids are forever linked together. Yeah. Um, which is, like, you know, a great concept. Yeah. Um, and, like, the idea that your friends, like, you and your friends were supposed to meet. Sure, yeah. And, you know, do something great. That's, that's you know, a lot of stories go by this, and this is just, I think, nailing it particularly well. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can get behind you on that. Um, all of the stuff with, like, Nana writing the book. Yeah. I'm really interested to see where that goes. Yeah. Well, because now we've seen, too, um, like, his grandmother didn't necessarily write that. Nana Sprite wrote it in yeah. his book and then, like, threw it away. And then somehow it ends up much older in his dad's safe, which... Which explains why it has all the, all the oil on it. Right, yeah, yeah. Which I don't feel the need to be especially cagey about that, because we just watched something go through a convoluted time loop to get somewhere. Yep. Yep. No, I, I don't feel like that is a... That was not a big leap for me to make. Yeah, yeah. Notice I did not do my whole... Oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, right. Thing. Yeah, um, it, it very neatly explains how the hell she knew anything about this game. Yeah. Uh, Astrid also asks, uh, uh, what are your opinions on the trolls? Oh, yeah, this is your first true exposure to trolls. Yeah, because, like, I, you know, have seen, it's impossible not to see images of them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or to see cosplay of them. 100%. Or to see anything of them. Yeah. The, 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 uh, there was a time where... <laughs> the great body paint economy just tanked when Homestuck ended. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, somewhere in a factory, they're like, boys... It's been an honor serving with you. <laughs> I still remember some story um, when the trolls like were first got big of some girl that like had to go to the hospital because her idea for how to do troll cosplay was she bought like 200 gray magic markers and squeezed ooh. and uh, squeezed all of the ink out into her hotel bathtub and went to sleep in the tub, thinking I'll be all uh, I'll be all gray in the morning, and that uh, apparently is not a healthy thing to do to your body. No, that sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. So the trolls. Yeah, I. Uh, they're interesting. They're we're definitely not getting a lot of them right now. Right, we've only gotten kind of a hint of them. Yeah. Um, and I will say, I actually think. When I first was reading, like, as it was updating, I found the trolls kind of annoying, because suddenly, here's a bunch of other characters. Finally, when we have real names for everybody, here's some other people with just initials that are all the same letters in different orders, and how am I supposed to remember who any of these assholes are? I I think that actually may have been what, kind of, how I, why I bounced off of Homestuck. That's reasonable. See, my reaction uh, to that was to like, go back and start over from the beginning and reread it to figure out who everyone was. <laughs> that's that's how that's the point that our paths diverged, Ashley. <laughs> you you took the tra the well I think we both took well traveled paths. Yeah. <laughs> judging by the popularity of Homestuck and the popularity of people hating on Homestuck. Yeah, yeah. 
but no, I've been yeah, like the trolls I think are interesting. Uh I love the fact that a lot of them are just quickly to like to like go like, hey, let's like I'm not actually too invested in this whole <laughs> Yeah, GA is very much like she they they do not seem like they give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Carcino geneticist is the one that seems the most angry about things. Yeah. Even like the uh the other one. Uh Adios who, Toreador. Yeah. Uh got involved with Dave. Yeah. Who seems to have like a more you know they talk they talked about the horrible thing too. Yeah. They even seemed a little like noncommittal. Definitely. Definitely. Or more just maybe bad at it. Bad at it is assuredly true. Yes. Um but whether that was due to just poor experience, you know, poor experience or due to not being that invested. Right. We don't know. Yeah. Um, should think. Oh, I was going to just bring up some things too. Unless do you have, a, do you have more questions? Oh, uh, that's it. Okay. Um, what I was going to point to, and yeah, we, we can touch on this, uh, I guess at this point. What's that? Uh, well, someone on Tumblr asked, uh, another on it question was something we already answered which was what do you think that hammer that combines with prom sleuth is oh yeah yeah don't worry buddy i got you covered <laughs> uh and then another one was uh do you, what do you think about that razor umbrella yeah that that thing man that thing just seems like yeah. a murder machine yeah that seems like real bad stuff yeah um, uh, but yeah, no. What are what are your oh yeah? So the thing I was gonna talk about. So we've seen two kids enter the game now. Uh, John and Rose. Yeah. John, when he entered, had a tree grow that like spit out a an apple that he had to take a yeah. bite of to get there. And then Rose got like a wine bottle that she had to smash. Um, the wine bottle seems definitely more connected to Rose's mom, so. That could imply that there is something Apple-like with John's dad. Well, so let's let's think that through. So John's main complaint about his dad, it's it's much more jokey than Rose, but he's getting smothered emotionally oh, and in cake. And yes. maybe he needed, like, he's missing out on something healthier that he needed with his relationship with his dad. Hmm. You could also make jokes about apples falling far from trees. Yeah, you could do that. And I mean, there's obviously like um, a parallel to like uh, the fruit of knowledge from the Bible. Like, yeah, that I don't think it is too spoiler to say that Homestuck is very much like a coming of age story. So it makes sense that it, oh, yeah, it starts if, with like, if, if you, what's that? If you have characters of this age, that is definitely usually yeah, yeah. the story you go for. Right. So, I mean, it makes sense that one of the first, like, pieces of imagery you see is, like, a classic imagery for, like, loss of innocence, right? Yeah. Because um, John is definitely going through, um, you know, kind of a loss of innocence. He, a lot of stuff is happening to him. Yeah. And we've also seen both um, John and Dave have had very major, like, revelations about their parental figure that like recontextualized how they thought about that person. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, Jade or Rose are in store for something similar? Uh, Rose, I think definitely like the, 
whole laboratory that her mom is part of mm-hmm. and uh the bed i think implies that she is there's more to her than the the kind of drunk yeah uh housewife that you see and i'm definitely more interested in that uh i think we're probably get, may get a lot more uh time travel and flashbacks to uh jade's grandpa okay i think that's a good possibility sure Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think those are the two main ones I had. Uh, general predictions about what's going to happen next. Um, I think we're going to definitely see more of that planet that John's house is on. Okay. I think we will be cutting back to, uh, John's dad throughout the comic. Okay. Um, and they will at some point reconnect. Sure. Uh, I don't know if it'll be this like this coming act. Right, right. Or when. Um, I think the first people that will meet up will be Rose and John, which, you know, I, I think they're going to meet up, you know, for one. Okay. Uh, I think the first people that are going to meet up are Rose and John, and they won't necessarily recognize each other at first. Okay. Just due to something, I'm not sure what. I see. But, like, I could see that, like, in, like, where there's all these trolls and stuff now, that, like, they, uh, they, and it won't be, like, a, a long-term thing. It'll just be, like, a quick one, like, a few panel joke. Right. So, like, we know, we know Rose knows what John looks like, but we don't necessarily know that John knows what Rose looks like. Yes. Okay. Um, um and so... Yeah, like I could see John seeing Rose from afar and going, "Oh, who's that?" Right, right. Well, I mean, weird out that there's another human there, and or and maybe even meeting her, but not realizing it's Rose. Uh-huh. Uh And like talking to her for a bit before they both kind of realize. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, those are all very reasonable and uh, like good guesses that are logical deductions based on. Like, what you know about the story so far, and how narratives traditionally work, and they're all wrong! We're going into the intermission! Oh, no! We're going to do a throwback to Problem Sleuth starring Spade Slick! We're going into the webcomic within the webcomic! Great. Yep. Honestly, though, great. I remember, I did read this part. Uh Uh-huh. I remember loving it. Yeah, I'm excited because we are two or three episodes away from getting beyond where you must have stopped. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, man, that's exciting. Uh, soon, I, I was like, um, you know, I, I had a long drive today, and so when I was driving, I kind of started really thinking, and I, like, so just due to how the internet worked uh-huh. for the time Homestuck was coming out, I like I know how some of the characters look and stuff. Sure, but I started to really realize I don't know really much of the plot at all. Oh, sure. And that's got me really excited. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I may recognize characters just from like oh I saw that person cos like cosplay. Yeah, but I really don't know a lot about others. You know, like the the actual like what those characters mean, like. 
even like how their character, what their character is. Mm-hmm. And like, that's got me really excited. Yeah. That'll be- Not only to, yeah, like to kind of, to kind of connect these characters to a, to like these faces to names. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. And it's interesting too. I, I'll be very curious. This is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'll be real curious how you react to act five when we get there, because we are coming close to the end of what a lot of people would call like classic homestuck. Um, because hmm. act five marks a pretty big departure in like tone. Um, okay. It, it's still the same story. still like no plot lines get dropped or retconned or anything like that. Um, but it, has like a bigger focus on like character relationships and like philosophical concepts. And it's still funny. It's, it's hard to explain exactly how it changes, but it's more like, uh, dense than this early stuff, which is a little lighter. Yeah. So I, and there Um, it's act five is a weird one because a lot of people that were fans of it up through act four, uh, quit reading when act five started because they hated the change in direction. But for, like, every person that quit, ten people jumped in because they were excited about the new direction. So, I'll be curious where you land on it. Yeah, I'm, like, and like, that's been a thing of me where it's, like, you know, because, like, I, I've talked before that I've, I've kind of bounced off Homestuck. Yeah. And so it's been interesting to me because, like, I'm, in, I feel like I'm enjoying it a lot, lot more now. Well, I'm glad to hear that, yeah. Yeah. Um... And so, like, part of me wonders, like, will I, like, a part of me still bounce off at that exact moment? Right. Like, was there, like, a specific thing that, like, made me kind of go, right. eh. Was it, like, one page that was just so stupid that you couldn't take it anymore? Or, like, introduced a concept that was, I was like, I don't want to read about this. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know, like, or, like, with Act 5, like, will I be able to make that jump? Yeah. Because. Uh, I'll be interested to see. Uh, to, yeah, I, I, I'm interested to to kind of make a. I, I like to make a lot of t- talk about Steven Universe a lot yeah. in regards to this mm. comic. Uh, like I think, and like, I guess a bit of it won't be major, but a bit of Steven Universe spoilers. Sure. Uh, with the kind of uh, mid season one uh, season finale, I guess, like the mid season finale the, the of ocean, Jailbreak, the Ocean Gem stuff. Oh, Jailbreak. Okay. Well, Austin Jim to like a lesser descent, but like that show majorly changed like what they were attempting to do. Yeah. At that point, I guess, yeah, Ocean Jim is also like a really big part of that where it became much less monster of the week and more about like, like you kind of said, like talking about like like philosophical stuff and like emotions and like relationships between the characters. Yeah. Um, that they had been building up throughout this kind of all this silly monster of the week stuff. Uh, and I definitely know some people who don't like Steven Universe as much anymore. Man, that's crazy to me. Like, no, yeah, to me, that's like super crazy. Right. But also I can get like where it's like. And it's a different you know, show, but it's a better show. Like, yeah, to me, like, it's like, it seems so obvious, but like, I could totally, I totally get why someone would go. No, I like this show, and it was all kind of cute and funny. Yeah, and maybe there was like you know, like when they're like, oh, they're talking to like the you know the cool kids, and they're right, you know. And so, like, I'm interested. Like, will it be a 
like a jump the shark moment? Yeah. Or will it be a jailbreak or ocean gym moment where it is taking this thing that I was already liking mm. and takes it to a different level where it is now slowly investigating things that really interest me and So I'll say I'm not guaranteeing you will like how Act Five pans out. I don't think yeah. if you I think if you dislike it, it won't be because it's a jump the shark move, because the point where you might accuse the story of jumping the shark is Act Six. Okay. <laughs> Another thing to look forward to. Yeah. Um, both the beginning, both Act Five and Act Six uh, made a lot of people raise eyebrows, and people either stuck with it and grew to appreciate the changes, or were like, "No, this is stupid. I'm done." Okay. Um, and we'll see where you land on that in the future. Yeah. Um, um. Oh, oh, I had one last question. That is. Uh, probably nothing you can really give much of an answer on yet, which is part of why I'm asking it. Um, okay. Because the next time I ask it, you will have enough context to give, like, the boilerplate answer. That's not what I want. Um, Nana talked to John about how one of his jobs in completing this game is solving something called the ultimate riddle. What do you think that is? What do you think that means? I, I think in, like, you know... The kind of chess game that is kind of this war that's going in between something. Mm-hmm. There is like they, they've talked about this. It's been endless, yeah, and good always loses, but it's still been this endless kind of bashing of their heads against each other. And I don't think that, I think the ultimate riddle is something that may bring it more to a stalemate at least. Okay. You know, I, there are those chess puzzles. I don't like those are. Oh yeah, like you see the newspaper. Yeah. Okay. Like that's all. Like I, it's either that or like a forty-two, say checkers guide situation oh, where sure. the, the riddle actually doesn't matter. It's the concept of the riddle. Sure. All right. Well, this is all. Like, I think. Oh, oh go yeah. ahead. No, I, I think. Yeah, do you, we're going to lead into this. Okay. I was taking us home, so yeah, that, yeah, that that was what I okay, all right, yeah, was going to go. Is, we, we got a lot, we got a lot to chew on after ending Act Three, yeah, and we, we're gonna get to take a nice long break from thinking about any of these questions while we enjoy the murder adventures of a bunch of weird chess people on a weird different world that doesn't seem to have anything to do with anything we've seen so far. Well, I mean, it'd be good nice to take a little break. Yeah, uh, you know, like, um. When I read, like, a heavy book, uh-huh. like, when I read, like, Lord of the Rings or something, I always like to keep, like, a nice, like, kind of funny book sure. to the side. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's... They've, they've built the funny book right in here for you. Yeah, it's great that's going to be... I'm sure will be totally inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, but until then, I think, it's, I think it's time we get along to Mosian. I think it, it's time we take our hoverboards out into the sunset. Yep. So for another day, another day. Uh, I've I've been Luke. I've been Ashley. And good goodbye, everybody. That's a <laughs> what real strong ending. Really, it sounds like we're dying. Yeah. See ya. Goodbye. Good goodbye. See ya. See ya. <laughs> i
ever be the same But it's really so much more than that So give Homestuck a chance